0: welcome to the Houston Element Podcast. My name is Misty. Yeah. Yeah. My H-Town, man. H-Town. H-town.
1: Got <laughs> some respect on that.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm here with a special guest meeting us from afar, but not too far. Meeting us from Fourth Work, Texas, our neighboring town. Shout out to them. We have yeah. recording and performing artist, Supa Saiyan.
1: How are you doing, Missy?
0: Good, man. How's it going, man?
1: Going well. It's going well. Uh, like I said earlier, the rain, but you know, we're surviving. Did you see all that footage from Fort Worth this morning?
0: No, I didn't, man. How's it going oh, over my there? Oh
1: gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like the I don't know exactly which block it is, but there's a there's a block that's like literally under like seven feet of water or something. I think it's over by the airport, the oh. Dallas Fort Worth Airport. Oh no. Yeah. It's insane. I think they said seven feet of rain in the last 24 hours. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy.
0: Texas don't know uh, what it is to have just a little or just enough. (laughs) Yep. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. It's either too much or nothing, man. I swear. Lord of mercy.
1: One day it's like super dry and arid and hot. And the next day it's all muggy and. Still hot.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Walk outside, you feel like you can't breathe.
0: Oh, man, this is a wrong place to be an asthmatic friend. It's a wrong
1: place. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> so tell us about yourself, man. How'd you get into this music game, man? What started the passion?
1: Um, Honestly, I just, uh, I was a kid. I grew up, lived in my room, basically, Bo Burnham type stuff. But that was my outlet, you know? I couldn't go and do anything. We didn't have any money to take me anywhere. The nearest town was seven miles away, so I was just jamming out, jamming out. Um, Honestly, one of the best memories I have of that time is uh, listening to 808s and Heartbreaks for the first time and just singing my heart out. Yes. Singing my heart out. The old Kanye. Well, the new old Kanye. Yeah. Old new, old new Kanye. <laughs> yeah, what,
0: what what he said. What he said, yes. And so you take inspiration, you call yourself um in other words, psychedelic rapper. So it can tell us so it can tell us a little bit about what is the inspiration behind your name, your style, and your lyrics. Um
1: well i mean in the beginning i was a little basic you know i was trying to be mainstream but then you know i really started coming into myself i've been i've been working on music for like 10 years Mm -hmm. first song that i ever put out was in 2013 and that was on some completely other other stuff it was like folk indie rock almost but uh started to develop the passion for hip hop and rap and, you know, just like diving into it. And, um, at some point, you know, I just decided, like, I want to do this. And people always told me I had a good voice, you know, so figured why not do something with it. But, um, I just, I don't know. I, at one point decided I'm, I'm going to take myself a little more seriously. And instead of like just making, you know, generic stuff, saying generic stuff, I'm going to try to speak with message, you know, that isn't pushing P or stuff like that. You know, shouts out to them. They got their own wave going on. But in the same instance, there needs to be a little bit of balance. You know, there needs to be some people speaking up, saying some stuff. There are definitely people out there doing it. I just don't feel like it's as in the spotlight, you know. And people resonate with it. The fact that people like, you know, X-Extentacion, uh, Juice World, freaking Lil Peep, you know, the fact that they even have the cult followings that they do is because of the fact that there is a, 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 a gap that wants to be filled, you know? And it's a shame that it keeps on being unfilled. But, you know, somebody else will step up to the plate and will take those great inspirations and you know, make their own way. But uh, um, as far as the psychedelia, I was raised by a hippie. So, you know, my mom, she's a flower child till death. But uh, I don't know, I just really resonated with that my whole entire life. And then um, around the time that I met my stepdad, he started getting me into Eastern kind of thinking, you know, Buddhism, um, Hinduism, not necessarily like the practice of like, praying or you know giving manifestations to a god but just like the the lifestyle aspects more than anything and also the metaphysical aspects that they incorporate into their you know lifestyle slash religions Mm
0: -hmm. so you're i
1: don't know i just see the way that like (laughs) i see the way that uh people talk about science especially people who like understand whether well, are talking about physics, astrophysics, metaphysics, you know, and I just, I really think that it lines up for me specifically, you know, with everything that I've experienced and understand. So I don't know. It's like, you know how some people are like Christian rappers. I'm like, you know, a psychedelic rapper, if you will. It's a new age.
0: I can dig it, man. I can dig it, man. You seem to be pretty well-rounded in a lot of different, you know, things, not just what's inside your immediate bubble.
1: Yeah, I try to, I don't know, embrace a lot of different things all the time. I'm constantly trying to learn. I feel like if you're not learning every day, you're stagnant, you know, so I just try to be a good human being. Honestly, like the fact that we even have our collective consciousness in the palm of our hands, you know, there's so many people who don't use that. There's so many people who neglect it completely. So, why not? You know, we got it there. Might as well, you know? And also, another thing going back to people, you know, um, pushing more trendy stuff, like I feel like a lot of people have platforms that they don't use to speak about things that they could. And that's another reason why I talk about some of the things that I do because. I know that other people won't talk about them or, you know, I just decided that's what's on the menu this week.
0: <laughs> no, but that, that is true though. That is very true though. It's like, there's a lot of things that are on people's minds that they're afraid to talk about or they just don't know the words to get it out there. And it's crazy.
1: Exactly. I had a, I had a lot of trouble doing that for a long time, especially with music. Like, it, it's been 10 years coming now. So like the first... Five years of work, you know, was just like it, it It was what it was and it was good for what it was. But I'm, I'm glad to be elevating and getting into myself more, you know, starting to formulate my thoughts a lot better and being able to, like you said, speak about those things and in the exact way that I want to.
0: <clears throat> yes. And to be clear, you were never basic. You were just a tadpole, you know. Yes. Tadpoles had
1: to... Oh, oh, oh. Yes. I feel like everybody's a little basic, you know? Like, I don't know. It's like whenever a really popular TV show comes on and everybody's like, oh, you know? Like, to engage in the society, you kind of have to like things that are of the society or trending in society, you know? But I I just say basic because in the beginning, I wasn't as focused on, like, my message also not like being me. I was more focused on like, not necessarily like getting famous or blowing up, but just like being in that spotlight, you know, I wanted it like so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. Not even, I don't know. I I've had a couple of instances with like not fame, but like the first time I ever played a live crowd was for my high school and they were around like, Two thousand to five thousand people there, and as soon as I walked on stage, I shit a brick. But literally, like ten seconds later, I was getting down, you know. And so I've kind of been just like chasing that that same high my whole life, you know. Nothing will ever be as good as that until I'm playing like a stadium or something, you know. And it just keeps me going. I really, I really want it a lot, and I think that I have a better grasp on myself now so if I did get a position like that or I did get an opportunity to do something like that I wouldn't waste it like maybe my past self my basic self would have you know yeah I'm glad though because honestly taking that time you know I flushed out my music a lot I flushed out my thoughts but I also learned a lot of like the industry side of things for the longest time I was super focused on the musical aspect and the artistry, you know, that's, I, I praised it. I praised it. I was like a, I don't even know some kind of art critic or something, but <laughs> now I'm kind of mellowing down. Things are okay. You know, I can not necessarily mess up, but I don't have to like make it perfect. all the thing, every single time, you know, I'm such a perfectionist. It's, it's ridiculous. Like last night, I literally stayed up to like, Six o'clock this morning, working on a song just to make it sound like a couple of decibels lower than it was. But you know, <laughs> that's just me.
0: No, no, it, it's not just you. I, I, I'm that way too, man. Um, since doing a podcast, you know, going to school for audio, you know, people think, you know, oh, you're going to record musicians, and that's part of it too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But when yeah. you, when you're when you're mixing dialogue everything is out in the open. I'll spend forever EQing oh, that yeah. thing. I'll be like, nope, get that out of there. Get get it. Mm-hmm. Get it. <laughs> Cut. Twice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, splicing, bro. You're going to bring up PTSD for me.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, Man. I feel you. Uh, I definitely feel it. Not uh, even just music, but the videos as well. Yeah. Ooh, God. Eight-hour runs.
0: And we're lucky because back in the day, our ancestors had to use the tape.
1: Mm-hmm. They could just yeah. cut it really easily. Now it's all digital. You have to microscopic zoom that shit. Oh, yeah.
0: But I mean, back then, in the, t- the tape, if you cut it wrong, you had to glue it back, roll it back again, find it, get it just right. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We're spoiled today. We're spoiled today. Yeah, we
1: are. We definitely are. <laughs> The fact that we can pick up our cell phones and record anything, take pictures at any point in time, learn anything like we were talking about earlier, yes. contact anybody within our grasp, really. Yes. Yeah. Cell phones and the Internet, they change the world, man. They change the world such a very drastic way.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And
1: even for me, like, you know, I haven't been around that long, but I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. It's crazy to see you too. Growing up, by the time I was sixteen, like I hadn't even had a cell phone yet, and now I'm seeing like three year olds and stuff walking around with iPads, and it's like
0: yes, it's brainwashing you. Yes. Oh my god. They, like, how many of y'all know how to hula hoop? Raise your hand. Like nothing. Pigeons.
1: I'm not good at it, but I know how to do it. <laughs> right. Like
0: saying like I don't. I'm not good, but I know what I'm doing. You know. Crazy.
1: Or hopscotch or jump rope or yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. It's just almost like a lost a, a lost art, lost knowledge.
0: Really, truly, man. That's incredible, man. So as we were talking about earlier, you know, you're saying like, you know, now we got all this kind of stuff available at our hands, you know, for production and things like that. So your music has a very distinct, real chill, easy listening vibe to it. So what yes, are the kind ma'am. of... So, what are the kind of tools and stuff that you like to use to give your music that specific sound when you're doing the production aspect?
1: Um, okay, so as far as the production aspect, I honestly have to use a lot of deesser because I kind of have a mild list. But um, other than that, it's a um, a little bit of compression, um, some chorus here and there. But I try to keep everything as you know, tame as possible. I don't want it to ever sound like it's a robot or something. You know, rapping. I don't rely on auto tune at all. Um, a lot of the time, actually, um, I do like three, three tracks, three track recording. So I'll have my main vocal and then two underdubs underneath it. So a lot of the time, whenever you know, I'm singing or rapping or something, I'm trying to harmonize with myself. And that's honestly where I feel like my distinct kind of like sound comes from, but also my voice. A lot of people just say that my voice is very mellow. But um, what what songs did you listen to to get to that conclusion as far as like the, the chillness?
0: Well, I definitely listened to your most recent release, your mini album that you just released, Oblivion, Elysium. And I mean, yes, I was just digging it, man. Like, I like um, abstract art and visionary art and things like that. Same for the music too, you know? So I can see those little clues when I hear that. I'm like, oh, I hear yeah. I hear this vernacular, okay? He's not saying, um, like, mm, mm, like. Exactly. Real clear communication kind of thing. And it's not, you're not breaking any time within your thought of, of your rapping. Like every nope. word is. And if
1: just, I am, it's like contributing to the other side but in a different kind of like thought process
0: yes yes no like i was like and this this cat isn't punching in like everything is on the tip of his tongue like right there just like coming through real oh, nice yeah.
1: oh yeah i try to man i try to i feel like i don't know i just try to be as transparent and as as real as possible you know not necessarily that, that constitutes like you being a real person. But, you know, I just, like I said earlier, I don't even use autotune. Like I just think that it's fake, you know, why, 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 (laughs) but, you know, I don't, I don't shame other people who do just for me personally, like Mm -hmm. I'd rather, I don't know. It's interesting, you know, like I grew up on the Beatles and I grew up on Aerosmith and I grew up on All this old classic music, you know, and their imperfections here and there, you know, like most of the recording stuff that they were working with back in the day was just almost prehistoric to what we're working with now. You know, so I mean, even the fact that records are a nostalgic item, you know, you can hear the bumps in it, you know, so as much as a perfectionist as I am, I, you know, try to include those kind of things because I feel like they add character.
0: No, definitely, definitely, yeah. I mean, giving the layers in the music production is essential because otherwise it's just, regardless of, I mean, you can be as beautiful sounding vocal as you want, but without the added elements, those layers to it. That
1: resonance.
0: Yeah, you're not doing the vocals any justice. Yeah. Excellent. So tell us, what was the inspiration behind your recent um, album, Oblivion, Elysium?
1: oblivion slash elysium um so i actually the a couple of questions ahead is tartarus but it is i'm i'm making like a a trilogy anthology album this year and it's from the aspect uh have you ever uh, read about dante's inferno
0: yes yes that movie scared so out of me too <laughs> yeah
1: well it's basically dante's inferno but from the aspect of like super saying, you know, um, not necessarily being a rapper, but just being a human being and living on earth and like experiencing that, you know? And, um, one of the things that, you know, my ideals, you know, Buddhism teaches is that once we leave this place, you know, things will be better, you know, and a lot of other, um, lifestyles slash religions teach that as well. You know, I just, Earth, man, Earth, it really seems to be a pretty crazy place lately. So the first album, Tartarus, is kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, Earth is a manifestation of hell. And then once we get past it, you know, um, we'll be in Elysium. But to get to that Elysium, we have to die or be destroyed, oblivion. You know, so that was the thought process behind that. And honestly, um, the songs on Oblivion slash Elysium, I don't know, they kind of they tell the story, but they're also their own separate entities as well. You know, like a divulgence is just me being tired of the world and not really caring about the fact that people don't want to hear bad things because sometimes people need to hear bad things for things to get better so divulgence is me just talking talking from my personal aspect and talking my shit and then the second song um, Oblivion it's more like hey wake up open your eyes look at around you like see everything that's going on please because you're not the only person on this world I'm not the only person on this world, you know, I would really, really enjoy it if my kids and my kids' kids could enjoy this beautiful earth. But if we don't wisen up now, that won't be a reality then. Or it'll be a reality then, just more, you know, sufferable.
0: Uh,
1: You know, I don't know. Having a kid really, really changed my life. I didn't, I mean, I thought about that kind of stuff, but I thought about it in the, um, the self-interest, you know, the ego. But now it's like the same thought process, but in a different shade of light completely, you know, like who cares about me? I could die tomorrow. Is my kid going to be okay? Is my kid's kids going to be able to like breathe or have water or, you know, be in stable situations. So that's more what that song is about. And then also, you know, just like global warming. I know a lot of people don't believe in it, but you know it's getting getting pretty crazy out there mm-hmm. getting pretty crazy mm-hmm. ice caps melting you know i don't know if anybody's noticed but the summer has been extremely hot like extremely hot to the point where people are cooking eggs in frying pans and stuff but um and then acceptance the third song off of that So Oblivion is like the first half, and then Elysium is like the second half. So Oblivion, dealing with the destruction, not only like the destruction of the world, but destruction of self. And then Acceptance is, you know, just accepting the fact that maybe I can say things, maybe I can do things to, you know, eliminate that on my part. But honestly, at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's got to be a collective effort. And if it's not a collective effort, then I just need to accept the fact that it's going to be how it is and move on with my life. And then Elysium is that moving on with my life. And, you know, once you're uh, past the physical plane, I mean, would you really care about the physical plane anymore? You know, not necessarily that you become like a heartless monster, but like you don't exist there anymore. So you don't really have to deal with it. And they also say that time is relative. So, you know, once you leave, um, it could be like literally nanoseconds before all of your family shows up or whoever, you know. So dwelling on the past is not essential in that kind of uh, dimensional space just because it doesn't matter, you know, or at least from my perspective.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, science is is not something to 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 joke about, bro. I mean, call it what you want, but but it's there.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And it makes And even
1: sometimes it borders on the lines of like modern day magic. You know, the fact that they've decoded the genome, the fact that they've been genetically modifying organisms for the last sixty years, you know, it's 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 pretty insane. CRISPR, have you ever heard about that? Mm -mm. Yeah. You know, the fact that CRISPR is even a thing, you know, in the next 20 years, we might, somebody has multiple sclerosis whenever they're born, boom, put them in the CRISPR machine. They're, they're good to go for the rest of their life. They don't have any genetic mutations or malfunctions or anything because CRISPR cuts it out and then replaces it.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's
1: pretty insane. Um, There's this uh, YouTube channel called Kirkusite. And I mean, some of the stuff that they put out is, you know, a little far-fetched, but they're more hypothetical in some areas than not. But uh, one of the best videos, in my opinion, was them talking about um, the stuff that they're doing with CRISPR. And in the next 20 years, we'd have, I mean, we already have designer babies to a certain extent. You can't like make it a hundred percent, you know, how you want, but you can change their eye color. You can change their hair color and stuff like that. But. It's going to get to the point in the future, if they allow it, where people could, you know, you take the uh, DNA sequence from a bat and you give a person bat wings, fully functional bat wings, or, you know, you make their jaw able to uh, exert the same amount of pressure as like a crocodile or whatever. You know, if it's allowed, it'll be really, really crazy. It'll be really crazy if we even get to that point. If we even get to that point. <laughs>
0: oh, man. That reminds me of that movie, Tusk. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, that was crazy. Oh, no. No, I'm okay. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Did you see uh, Johnny Depp in that?
0: Yes, I did. Yes, I did.
1: That A lot of people don't even realize that that's him. And I'm like, it's just the nose. Yeah. It's just the nose.
0: Yeah, they put that fake clay. I, uh, on there.
1: Yeah, I had read an article that the director wanted it to look like a phallus. Yeah.
0: Well, it's his movie. It's his movie, I guess.
1: Right? Justin Long, though, he did a great job, I believe. I haven't ever seen him in something as... I mean, it was... You know, comedically horrifying, but at the same time, he did a very good job about being serious in that role. A lot of emotion, you know, especially whenever he finds out all the nefarious things. Tusk. Uh,
0: Yeah. Not what I was expecting from Silent Bob, but you know, that's why he's Silent Bob.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, honestly, like, I feel like more creators should be like that. More creators should go out of the way to make things that haven't been made before. You know, that's one of the things that me and my wife get upset about all the time, especially with like streaming services or movies. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, we watch all these classic movies and it feels like they're just recycling or, you know, Oh, Disney put out Buzz Lightyear. And it's just like, I mean, that's pretty cool. I actually watched the movie. It was really good. But in the same aspect, it's like milking, you know, they're just milking everything dry. Before you know it, they're going to have a, a, a Woody movie, you know, and it's going to be all cowboy pokey Woody. I, I just don't know what to think about it. The fact that Jurassic Park is on its like sixth movie, you know. <laughs>
0: Well, in their defense, they have to catch up to Saul. You know, Saul has about 10 movies, you know, it's so a dress party. I know, right?
1: That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And people used to think that was cringe.
0: Oh, but, man.
1: Uh, that first Saul movie, though, gosh, that was a game changer. Game changer. Oh, my God. This could actually happen if somebody was very advanced in engineering.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, and
1: psychological torture.
0: Oh, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. That's why I don't work in law enforcement or the army because um, I'm too honest. So if they're like, "Have you guys been giving people this, that, and the other?" I'm be like, mm, 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 mm. like
1: <laughs> "Maybe." I need to go to the bathroom real quick.
0: Right? Like, there, oh. there's a window in that bathroom, right? Okay, I'll be back.
1: <laughs> I just need some fresh air.
0: Yeah, exactly. I promise I'll be back. So you said that you were leaving us little bits of gold, little secrets here, okay? Because your recent album, you said, is part of um, an anthology project. Yeah, yeah,
1: the trilogy (laughs) anthology.
0: Yes, because you released uh, uh, two two other mini albums this year as well, including Tartarus and also Mariana Records Collection One. So those all kind of part of the anthology.
1: Um, so Tartarus and Oblivion slash Elysium are, it's one and two. And then Mariana Records Collective is a a joint collective that me and a couple of friends put together before I was signed with my label. I was trying to start a mini like record label at home record label, but, uh, I've kind of put that on the back burner for right now. Uh, I just got a lot of other things going on as far as like, you know, my record label. Mm-hmm. Um, also a lot of my members on that tape were from Alabama and so it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to like work with them all the time and their kids too a, a lot of the people on there like didn't have microphone setups or even a laptop to work on so it was just me doing a lot of free work and then assembling it together as a tape mm-hmm. but I did put a couple of songs on there as well
0: <laughs> but, hey, first... you know
1: just a little stupid touch
0: But no, from what you've done, though, because I was listening to all of your stuff, though, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell if you did it in a big studio or a small studio. The production came out very well. Yes.
1: That is amazing to hear. Thank you so much for that. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, no. I don't know. Sometimes it feels like people blow me smoke. So whenever I'm like messaging my people and stuff like that, I trust that they like it. But I don't know if they like it because of me. Or if you, you know, because of the production value. So to hear that is, is very meaningful. I really, really appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. Because I
1: feel like my uh, mixing and uh, producing have been getting a lot better lately. That's actually uh, what kind of leveled me up, elevated me as far as everything. I started, I didn't want to do it for the longest time, but I finally, you know, started cracking into it. For the longest time, I thought I could just like slap a song together do nothing with it and it'd be okay. But I realized the error of my ways now, you know, it was, it was good for what it was Mm. at the time with very limited knowledge of what I was doing. It was good, but everything that's coming out now is just on a completely different level. Like even the, as far as my ears, the production quality from Mariana's records collective to Oblivion slash Elysium is different, you know, just because I learned a couple more tools and tricks here and there in between that time. But um, I've got a commercial album coming out pretty soon, and that's not a part of the anthology, but I'm also going to finish off the anthology this year. And I'm actually going to tell you the name of the uh, tape as well, because I've been, been, uh, you know, just like peppering it, but it's going to be called Infinity
0: excellent yeah
1: so there's the tartarus you know the manifestation of hell oblivion slash elysium the destruction and then the afterglow the heaven and then boom you know infinity
0: oh that sounds so good
1: (laughs) right it's gonna be my little magnum opus For real, for real, I I feel like I'm gonna be driving two of them this year, two of them—the commercial album and then that last uh, free album, Infinity—and I'm gonna be putting that on my uh, SoundCloud and everything too. I don't know. I just I got the record deal in the midst of me planning all this stuff, and so I really wanted to finish it out, but I also felt like I needed to give the record label something a little more than that. Cause the, the first, the first tape Tartarus is a very like dark oriented, not only just thought process wise, but like sounding as well, um, boom, bap, you know, trap type beats. And then, um, it continues into oblivion slash Elysium. Oblivion is more of that dark sound, but then Elysium is uh, like a completely different landscape almost. You know, and I want to I wanted to continue that sound in Infinity, but I didn't feel like that would be good for the commercial album. So I, I put that on the hold for a little bit. I'm going to finish this commercial album and then I'm going to get right back to that.
0: OK, OK. So what is the difference between your commercial? I know the your, your next album, Infinity, is going to be part of the anthology, but what is the commercial album? What is the the special difference behind that one?
1: So the commercial album is the album that I have. Um, it's 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 what my deal right now consists of okay. as far as the record label. Um, they don't have a problem with me dropping the last part of the anthology in the trilogy, but I kind of want to keep it to my roots. So I'm not going to be putting it on Spotify or anything like that. But that's the difference between that and the commercial album. Commercial album is going to be on all streaming platforms. And then the end of the anthology, the end of the trilogy, is going to be on YouTube and uh, SoundCloud specifically, just as like a fan service, you know? Mm-hmm. There are people who have been following me for like years now, you know? So just wanted to give them something special. And I mean, not a lot of people are going to know about it unless, you know, all the people who are watching right now, go and check it out. But you know, I don't know. Just a little, just little pieces of gold here and there.
0: But I really like that, man. You know, because it's like you, you, you burning the candle at both sticks, burning the candle um, at both wicks. You know, but uh, all the time. But you're, you're like, I want to do this not just for me, but for the fans too. Like that's yeah. really, that's uh, really.
1: Cool. I care about my fans a lot. I've actually. Like I said, a lot of my fans have been following me for a while, but, you know, um, in, in gaining a better understanding of who I am as an artist, also sonically, you know, who I am as an artist, I had a lot of help from them, you know, and new fans and old fans, you know, like I am the type of person who believes in like old school marketing. I believe in new school marketing as well, but I feel like old school marketing is more genuine. Mm -hmm. So I would literally go into my contact list or, you know, I post a picture and whoever looked at it that day, boom, 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 boom. I'm sending this specific piece to all of them. And I want to hear exactly what they say about it. And we're going to have like a good five minute to 20 minute conversation about what you think about it, you know? So, you know, I just try to keep it a little more personal on that aspect. I know that it won't always be achievable, but I don't know. While well, I can, you know.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's so chill, man. I really respect that, man.
1: I don't know. I just, like I said earlier, I try to be super, super real and super transparent. And I feel like. I don't know, it'd be an injustice if I were to just be like, oh, now I've got a record deal. I'm only going to be dropping stuff on Spotify from now on. You know, screw SoundCloud. And it's just like, no, SoundCloud is, you know, what gave me my platform originally. Like, even right now, I have more plays on my SoundCloud than I do my Spotify. I just got my Spotify but and the streaming services. But at the same time, you know, that's where I really made it you know i made the craft i made my my style i made my flow i made myself on soundcloud so i'm just really you know proud of that also i um uh, i told you about the tri- tips and tricks of the industry so one of the things that all these uh, big rappers were talking about is like growing your fan base and actually having a fan base before you blow up or you pop or get famous or whatever you know because After the first couple of years, if you don't have a loyal fan base, you know, you're just going to be in the dirt, basically, because of the trends, you know, people follow trends. So if you're not trending anymore, boom, you're not trending anymore. And, uh, you know, it's people have found success coming back and stuff like that. But I would much rather just have a really rock solid fan base before I even attempted to blow up you know, or anything of that nature to go viral or anything, because that's longevity longevity. You know, that's the, that's the key. That's the goal. That's why Jay-Z is still around. That's why, you know, if Tupac would, is still alive. He, you know, he longevity, you know, it's about the end goal, not right here, right now. Drake as well. You know, Drake's been around for almost like a little more than a decade, And, you know, I look up to people like that as far as like business, not only artistry and music, but, uh, you know, just lifestyle, you know, the way that they play the game is so proficient that they're able to keep on being in the game way, 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 way after, you know, don't even have to drop tapes here and there because they're living off the money that they've gained. They're putting the money that they gained from back in the day, back in, you know? I don't know, just thinking about it all, thinking about it all. Like I said, uh, back in the day, I used to be super obsessed on artistry. So now it's like a good left, right medium, you know? Got yeah. both
0: sides working. Yes, yes. I, I can tell that you, you definitely been paying attention to a lot more than just your immediate responsibilities, which is impressive.
1: I try. I try. I feel like it's a it's a responsibility that everybody in the world should take on themselves, not necessarily to like the degree that I do or to a very obscure degree. But, you know, if you're not learning something daily, you're stagnant. And I just don't feel like that's a good thing at all. You know, even even learning something perspective wise, like taking yourself out of your shoes and putting yourself into somebody else's shoes and like thinking about how they are dealing with things or think about how they would think about it, you know, is even, you know, acceptable in that kind of sense to me, you
0: know? You just got to think, man, just got to think, use that noggin, man, because I mean, why not?
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, talking about musical inspirations and business inspirations and stuff like that. But like, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn in this world and not even just from this age, you know, you can go back 50 years, you can go back a hundred years, you can go back fucking thousands of years and find things that are still very, very true today. Like the fact that, you know, modern, um, modern mathematics basically in the middle of the desert, a long long time ago you know but we still stand on some of these these principles you know geometry algebra like i don't know it's just interesting very interesting a lot of people don't take the time and i feel like they should but i appreciate those who do for sure
0: yeah yeah because i mean the Oh, man, we could talk all day about this, but this planet that we live on, man, this whole universe, man, it's wild.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: it's so wild. Yeah,
1: it is. I was reading something the other day about uh, the Big Bang maybe unconfirmed now because of new information. And, you know, I don't want to get into all of that too much, but, I, you know, I immediately read it. I was like, what? This thing that I've known to be true my whole entire life is now possibly a fallacy what but that's also why i like to stay up on those kind of topics and you know just like kind of keep my eyes open because things change all the time as well you know especially i mean you know math maybe not but you know as far as like um well, you know, uh, AV and stuff like that. They're, you know, new technology all the time, new cables, new software all the time. You constantly have to be updating yourself or you're getting left in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. So just try to keep my eyes open and everything that I can.
0: Indeed. Especially
1: indeed. the things that interest me.
0: But Indeed, indeed, man. So how has your experience been so far working with your record company, Broken Records Music Club?
1: I love him. I love him so much. Um, Me and my label manager have actually developed a really, really awesome bond. Um, He's just a good guy. He's a really good guy. Uh, His name's Ty Witt. First interview meeting slash, you know, interview slash meeting that we had. It just went very, very organic and natural, you know, kind of like this, you know, just having casual conversation and, you know, trying to talk about business at one point, but then slowly shifting into casual conversation. And I don't know, I just really like the environment. Um, They came to me and wanted me specifically just because of the things that I talk about. And who I try to personify myself as, you know, because it aligns with them a lot, you know, speaking your truth, um, living up to your potential, you know, making very, very creative or just like having a creative outlet, honestly, but also, you know, the aspect of broken records, you know, we're, we're coming for glory.
0: Yes. Yes. And, uh, they did an event, uh, promoted an event for you not, not too long ago, back in July. And it was called a super saiyan exposition, which was four days. Yes. It was four days of you and your music, man. So how was that event?
1: Um, It was really, really good. Uh, It went so well that we're actually, we've been keeping it up weekly since then. Um, I do. Okay. So Thursday, originally Thursday was a lyrical breakdown. Saturday or Friday was a live like just kind of like updating people about what was going on with my artistry and everything in my life at the time and then um, Saturday was a segment I called super slaps and I put up five songs that I just really resonated with at the time and then Sunday was a glimpse of like behind the scenes work Um, and the reason why we did that is because we came to the conclusion that like At the time, I wasn't posting all that much. I was posting on my story, but I needed more content for my feed. You know, so just getting into a regular schedule of like posting was a good thing for me. It keeps me very, very uh, focused. You know, there's always something going on. There's always something to do, you know, but it also gives me structure for the longest time. And a lot of the reason why it took so long to get to this point is because... I was so unstructured, you know, I would work on something here and there and drop it, pick it back up later, you know, and just having a schedule and having um, Twit, uh, that's what we call him, Twit, Tyler Witt, um, but also Broken Records Music Club. It just keeps me structured, you know, not so chaotic. It gives my chaotic energy a, um, I don't know, I don't know how to express it but a container to be within mm-hmm. so I'm still chaotic
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's contained you know and manicured and polished
0: okay yeah you got a nice little molded vase so you can just go crazy exactly <laughs> yes yeah. yes oh Lord you preaching oh man I need to take a couple pages out of your book honey because that's what I need to do. <laughs> I mean it's
1: hard sometimes. It's so hard sometimes. My mind's like literally all the time it's just going 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 going. My wife she'll be like what are you thinking about right now? I'm like penguins in antarctica. Yeah, but- you know, and she's like what? <laughs> like I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Just something that floated into my brain <laughs> stayed there for a little bit. But whenever I do get into the music, I I don't know. It's like, if it if it's smooth, you know, there's no breakage. I finish it and everything gets wrapped up. But then sometimes whenever, you know, life, life gets you down or I'm having like writer's block or something like that, I, you know, used to get frustrated and I like put it down and either never pick it back up or pick it back up way, 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 way later, you know, to the point where people weren't even like conscious of like, What I was showing them, you know, so like also having the structure keeps that from happening as well. People are constantly updated about what I'm doing, where I'm going, uh, the moves that I'm making, you know, so it it keeps that structured and it keeps me structured.
0: And that's brilliant. That's brilliant because it's like, yeah, you're you're a recording artist. You know, it's a fun job, but it's still a serious job. And it's when you got exactly maintaining, you know, yeah. Yourself, your energy, your personal life, you know. Mm -hmm. So I tip my hat The money,
1: the uh, equipment that it takes to run, you know, all of that. All All of it. All of it. All of it. It's insane. It's insane. So many hats.
0: Yes. Yes. But you're doing the thing, man. You're doing it.
1: Well, I got lots of help. I got lots of help. I got lots of love around me. You know, the people that got my back, they got it wholeheartedly. Especially my label. I love my label so much. Love them. Anytime that I want to text my manager, it is never an inconvenience. It's never like, oh, you know, business, you know, it's like, hope you're having a great day, man, you know, and he hits me back with it, you know, and we'll just shoot the shit or, you know, tackle our problems together. I don't know. It feels like I always told people I wanted, to you know some some of the people that i've worked with you know they thought that i was egotistical and i wanted like the whole batman robin cliche Mm. but honestly more than anything in my whole entire life i just wanted a team of batman or a team of power rangers you know (laughs)
0: like (laughs) please please like oh lord i yes well said sir well said well, thank you so very much for joining us today, man.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I love talking to you. It was a good interview.
0: Same, man. Thank you, man. I, like your vibe, man. Yeah, man. Always. Yeah, man. Like...
1: Always. I try to. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's hard for me to get my thoughts out correctly. But, you know, everybody has a little trouble here and there.
0: But, you know, that kind of energy, that is uh, that is priceless, you know, because like you were saying, this world is crazy. okay. but to keep that kind of energy and mindset like you have, that is worth more than gold.
1: You got to stay positive because if you focus on the negative, then you just become negative. You know, you get jaded to the facts and then you get into these cycles, you know. Oh, why should I care about my carbon footprint? Oh, you know, what does it matter if I'm throwing away my plastic? Oh, like, who cares if I buy things from China? Like, you know, and I just, I try to stay as humble, but also aware of like myself and what's going on as possible. You know, I just, I don't know. I want the best for our our species. And I want the uh, the best for the rest of the species on this earth as well that ne- haven't necessarily been given the same kind of chance that we have. You know, just being the apex predator kind of makes you top hoss.
0: Agreed. No, we 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 need to think about think about the future, like for real. Like now is important. Don't get me wrong, but let's not be jerks and let's leave something for the rest of the people to have too when we're not exactly in this earth. you know.
1: Let's not pollute our uh, oceans with oil, you know, crude oil or put um, huge nuclear reactors on the side of the tiny islands and not expect tsunamis to just completely wipe it out and dump radioactive waste in the ocean. You know, maybe don't throw away everything. Recycle as much as you can. Use your old clothing like, you know, you know.
0: I mean, just, just help somebody out, you know, help yourself out, help someone else
1: out. And that's the thing about it too. I'll like never shame somebody for not doing the things that I do, but like with my life specifically, you know, I, like, I just want to be that kind of person. I just want to go out of my way to do those kinds of things because even if the rest of everybody else doesn't, at least I was, you know, and then my lineage will learn that and keep it up, you know? So maybe Hopefully one day everyone will do it, you know, um, the six degrees of separation, Kevin Bacon, you know,
0: Indeed. Exactly, man. So do you have any last little bit of advice for the listeners?
1: Um, think for yourself, stand up and be real. Uh, you know, Just do what you love. Don't step on anybody's toes. Uh, try to always mind your P's and Q's. And don't support totalitarian governments.
0: Well, you heard it from the man. In, in any kind of facet. <laughs> well, you heard it from the man yourself. All right. Stay woke. Read a book. Okay. And Think of think of what you're gonna leave behind because it's gonna be immortalized. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you. Whether for-
1: it's in the history books or a smoldering rubble. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. R R I R I P. What was it? Um. Oh my God. I I can't remember. The little the little country that was covered in ash. That starts with a P. It's in there somewhere. But yeah. The point is, be wary of your imprint, y'all. Okay? Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I mean, a lot of the stuff we've learned from it before, we're just keeping up the same actions. You know, the fact that there are countries nowadays putting concentration camps up, we've we already learned about that back in the day. It's an awful, terrible thing. You know, shouldn't support those kind of people to begin with, but, you know, but stay groovy y'all thank you Houston Element podcast um I want to shout out my record label Broken Records Music Club thank you so much thank you Missy I really appreciate it
0: well, thank you man for joining us it was a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better and getting to meet with you on zoom
1: yes ma'am definitely I love it
0: and thank you all for listening this week and look into the comments to where you can learn more about listening to Super Saiyan and checking out some of his shows. Fort Worth ain't that far, y'all. Okay?
1: Yep, I got an upcoming concert on September 16th. It's a whole, like, month away. Um, It's going to be at the Ridgely Theater. And as far as uh, Super Saiyan, I'm streaming on all platforms. YouTube is kind of, like, my my passion piece. I do all the videos and stuff by myself. And then um, OG... Super Saiyan is on SoundCloud. So peep where you can. Also weekly segments on IG. Stay tuned.
0: You heard it, man. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for watching. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.